Welcome, friend. The way to a man's heart be through his stomach, but I go through the rib cage. <laughs> Mess with the bull, we get the horns. This world of yours is very strange. I apologize profusely for any inconvenience my murderous rampage may have caused. Knowledge is power, but using it wisely is the key. Start your engines! Welcome to a general chat, a World of Warcraft podcast about navigating Azeroth as a human and avatar. We are your hosts, Avronim and Harena. You are listening to episode five. Today's date is January 19th, 2023. You can follow the show on Twitter at a general chat. You can email the show at a general chat at gmail.com. And you can follow Avronim on Twitter at A B R E N Y M. And you can follow me, Horena, on Twitter at H A R A I N N A. And you can find this episode and our past episodes and our show notes at a generalchat.crd.co. We have let's a, dive in. Yeah, we have a whole <laughs> bunch of uh, topics, so let's dive Give in. me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to. Just give me some freaking magic before I kill somebody. All right, Avernet, what do you have ready for us? Uh, so our first topic here comes from Reddit, and this is from uh, a user called The Process 14, a guild drama story. So let's see. Let's dive into this. This should be fun. Met <laughs> <laughs> uh, this random guy who was hosting uh, Gruel slash Mega Theoden runs during TBC Classic. Me and my buddy decided to join him and created the guild for further uh, phase two, phase three, phase four, and five progression raids. Uh, worked out quite good for the first weeks. Had a good time on Discord, even raiding and running heroics while turning our webcams on for more social feeling. Lasted approximately three months until he met a girl during a random heroic and decided to invite her to join our guild. She was actually quite fun and social during the whole time, but this is when the problem started. This dude wanted us to keep track of who she talks to and would ask me and my buddy to tell him whenever they talked about him. (laughs) Sent her personalized gifts and letters to her workplace. He was going batshit crazy for her. Fast forward a few months, she was completely fed up in the whole situation and a good chunk of the guild, including her, me, my buddy, and other friends were made during that time, decided to leave and join other guilds. He continued texting her, even sent her a USB drive that included tickets for an event that they were talking about in the past never once in my life have i witnessed such a weird act of cyber stalking due to a random <laughs> encounter in a heroic dungeon <sighs> and they said that they left a lot of weird stuff out that happened but feel free to ask me for some more stories oh, oh my goodness my goodness yeah you're like if that wasn't enough there's more <laughs> yeah just wait there's more oh my gosh wow for starters like i i still don't understand where people feel that they can just do that <laughs> I mean, it's one time for build up a rapport, but like it's, you know, we're only getting a partial story. Did this right. girl like tell them no at any point? It must have at some point if they all, all left later, is what I'm guessing here. <laughs> and what jumped out to me though is that she did give this person like her work. Like she t- she opened up enough to this person to be like, this is where I work for them to send her stuff, like gifts and stuff so yeah and like, like that, it's a little like odd like it takes yeah. a while before you give out your personal information to somebody like that you have right. i mean is what they say about three months here yeah but they yeah that's, that's not a not very long time. time no i would not be like hey this is where i work this is my night could you imagine Mm-mm, no i remember my growing up my mom always warned me that 
and she was not wrong. She was wrong about a lot of things. I'll tell you that. But one of the things she was not wrong on is that give someone about six months of constant interaction to to even start to open up. And I'm telling you, it was always about six months. Whenever I was in a relationship or getting to know someone, it would always be about six months before you either, either knew that they were like decomposing. Well, <laughs> like it's whole, like, like the mask starts to drop after. Yeah, the mask day, right? just slips <laughs> right on off around that time. Yeah, you're right. Yep, yeah, they sure. get too comfortable and they're like, oh, okay, maybe I can show more. And then the real self actually goes exactly. up because it's almost like a honeymoon stage, really. Yes, so much. Yep, exactly. And that that applies to both friendships, like relationship mm-hmm. friendships, and and you know your uh, yeah. friendships with your spouse or whatever, yeah. or your relationships with your spouse. So any interpersonal <laughs> things, coworkers, friendships, like guildies. Look at this, you know, like we've ran into that in our guild where someone was just really awesome after a month, and then all of a sudden they just turn into like the worst person ever, and you're like, whoa, where did this come from? And that was only them being in your guild for like a month, and all of a sudden the mask slipped real quick. <laughs> yeah, they feel comfortable to show that side of themselves somehow yeah. they can get away with it i guess yeah that that mask was laced with wd-40 it slid off so fast oh yeah Wait, it went it was like poof we were like what but yeah so back to the the post you know like that was the first thing that jumped out because it was like i feel like um i it's easy to go oh my gosh this guy really laid it on thick he went over the top but um, if I had to play devil's advocate, we also have to be very um, aware of the messages we're also sending, right? So like what was happening that maybe this original poster did not know about because something was going on. It's not like she just met the person. Well, we can't really speak for her, but it's not like uh, in typical normal thing. You would be like, here, this is where I work with some rando on the internet. Like there was their rapport. Did they start to build a friendship or did they start to kind of open up together? And then he just hit the gas way too fast. But then she also told him where she works. So like, what is that? I don't yeah, know. Where... It makes me wonder, like, is there like, was there something there? Like she felt enough of a connection. Maybe she felt it was a safe space. Like, you know, right. you meet somebody online and then you connect and you think, oh, this is a great person. And you just feel so comfortable sharing everything with them. Right. And I guess it's like a, a, a good um, time to mention like internet safety. It is still a thing mm-hmm. even today. Like you need to be safe on the internet. <laughs> Definitely. You And I've known people who love free things and they are not just men or women, just people, humans. They love free things. They love gifts. They love them. So like, you know, it. I've seen and I've known people to be like, hey, I just met this person on the internet and they want to send me this and they want to buy me this and I'm good for it. And it's like what we're going to be talking about in the future, like how our languages of love can either make us or break us. And in this situation, like if this person's, if the, the girl's language of love was like items and objects and gifts, and he figured out the key to that, he started showering her with stuff. It's like, hey, I'd love to send you this. I'd love to take you here. I'd love to buy you that. But I don't have a way to get it to you, wink, wink. And she's like, oh, okay. Well, this guy seems pretty nice. I think I'm going to let him know. I'm not going to give him my address, but I'll let him know where I work. And he can just send it there. So to maybe her, it was like a gray area, you know? Like, I think, yeah, that was like a safe option, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose it depends on where you work, too. Like, True. you want to have a spot, like if it's a public and open space, like in case the person shows 
shows up is it a po box is right. it you know it, it, we don't have all that information but like imagine it wasn't and like the guy just decides to show up where she works mm-hmm. that would be friggin' scary it can it can be scary when you have a relationship go awry and and that you didn't meet off the internet and they know where you work yeah, <laughs> exactly let alone somebody that's a complete stranger to right. you this is so true <laughs> Because, yeah, um, as much as you know somebody online, like, you don't still you fully don't. know them. No. no, you don't. You sure do not. And, I mean, you've seen that where people just catfishing, you know, there's whole TV shows on it. There's whole Reddits on it. There's whole TikToks on it. Like, catfishing is definitely a thing. So until someone's, like, right in front of you, you know, or, like, on camera, like the original poster said, like, they would get in and... And before this dude met the girl in the random dungeon, like the guys. Yeah, it wasn't odd that they were on their webcams and socializing and sharing whatever they were doing. So, yep, absolutely. But, you know, and I've also seen people um, like triangulate a situation where they will behind the scenes lead someone on, men or women. Um, whichever you identify with like they're people again as a as humans um i've seen where people lead people on and and behind the scenes and then in front of everybody clutch their pearls and be like oh my gosh this guy will just not leave me alone or this girl will just not leave me alone she just won't get the clue you know and but they're behind the scenes like feeding the monster and then in front of everybody acting like they're a victim of the monster of the quote monster you know it's it's this really weird two-faced situation where like and i'm not saying that obviously that this is happening in this case but this is also an option too this happens something to be mindful of definitely something to be mindful of yeah yeah because it sounds like when i'm listening to this um poster he was friends with the dude but he feels like the guy hit the gas super fast and went all in and freaked the crap out of the girl and then she was like whoa and then he just didn't take a hint like he does not take a hint that we know of because he well look he kept texting her and sending her so this this girl gave him her work gave him her phone number like she set up a lot of this and then when he was using all these avenues that she built and gave to him then she's like oh 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 you know and it's like eh. so we really too have to make sure of one internet safety and two what messages are we also sending out to others that could be causing us severe uncomfortable situations oh for sure and you know and it might not even come from a place that she was aware yeah, of too, I'm, right like yeah. you you know you're a nice bubbly person you True. don't think about it maybe you've had good interactions up until this point and this is something that like if you thought oh this is i've done this all the time i can you know mm-hmm. get away with it and then this is the bad apple that spoils the whole bunch right yeah, you know? this is, yeah. and that's the thing is like yeah it's really hard to say and and the fact that I think it comes down to just being mindful of the messages that you're sending. If you don't want somebody all up in your business, don't share your business. And get to know people longer than three months, especially on the internet. And be very clear in your communications. Don't be passive. Don't keep taking... Don't leave anything up to interpretation either. You know, you have to be very... And I know it feels like it's being rude and stuff, but be blunt sometimes. You have to be blunt in situations like this and be like, this is my boundary and do not cross it. (laughs) Right. And you know what? If the person is a really well-baked individual, they'll go, oh, my bad. I must have misread the situation wrong. I I don't want to lose you as a friend, but hey, I'm sorry. I overstepped my boundaries. Let's... Can we start over? Can we like pretend this didn't happen? I was it 
my bad. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if it's something, you know, you've had to warn him once, like, you once or maybe twice would be enough for you to be like, hey, like, you, you've crossed the line, and, you know, and then they realize, but, yeah, I think a balanced individual would realize they've crossed it too far. <laughs> right, and I think when you are sending someone um, your phone number in your workplace, you are sending out messages that are like, I want to take this a little bit further. I want to take this a little bit outside of Azeroth. I want to take this for whatever reason. We don't know the motives. We don't know anything outside of what this this uh, poster is posted or sharing. But if we yeah. had to jump on the other side too, there are people who don't take hints. There are people who don't respect boundaries. And there are people who see this as like, um, Azeroth is their dating app, you know, like I've seen, I've seen that a lot. Oh yeah. Know? And there's people too that take the stuff of like a no is a challenge to them. Yes. It's not, and it's yes. like, I hate that. It's like, you don't want to be like, no is no for a reason. Yeah. Know? No is a one word sentence. That's what I always. Oh yeah. I say that yeah. all the time. Like yeah. no is a complete sentence. <laughs> it is a complete sentence. <laughs> see, that doesn't surprise me that you say this as well. <laughs> Right, got to share that brain cell once exactly. in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's always a good thing to remind yourself that you don't have to come up with a long story of why you don't want this person all up in your business. No is no. That's it. Again, no matter what. And this happens to everyone. That's why I think one of the big things is people always think that it happens to one type of person or another, one gender or another, but it doesn't. It happens equally across the board. There are people who don't respect boundaries. There are people who want something. There are predatory behaviors. They love pushing boundaries and seeing what they can get and what they can make someone do. And then there's some people who love to see what they can get out of people, you know? So... Um, exactly. <laughs> I, I've had a buddy before. Um, they didn't meet online, but it was a close girlfriend of mine and she was single. And then I had a coworker who became one of my really good friends. He was a guy and he was always like, he was such a good guy. Like, you know, you have someone like that. They're like, they're so amazing. You see, they have all these great qualities and it just like, it kind of bums you out that they're alone, you know? And then all of a sudden another one of your friend come up, you're like, they're amazing. They're looking for someone and they're alone, you know? And you're like, Hey, I should totally introduce these two people. Well, it started out. Okay. And then all of a sudden my, my, my dude friend was just hit the freaking gas and he almost acted like he was a dog that cocked his leg on her and like he was claiming her and i was like whoa dude slow your roll like you yeah what should you do yeah. i'm trying to territorial look with it. yeah it got super freaking territorial like if she, you know and it's like wow so i think sometimes when you want something or someone in your life so badly you can't suck the the potential right out of the situation by how impatient you are and how not respecting you are of people's boundaries and and yeah, seeing you gotta them as go people. at it less aggressively and you gotta yeah. do it you know in a uh, a staged manner and you know because if you go i feel like you like i know there's like friendships and things that happen out there in relationships where it is like all of a sudden you hear these people they've met and then they get married or whatever like within six months of meeting and i guess that uh -huh. works for them but sometimes yeah. you gotta wonder if it really does absolutely you know, <laughs> absolutely and the, and I could just imagine, now let's jump into the friend group, people. Like, we jumped into the guy, we jumped into the girl, let's jump into the friend group. Like, could you imagine what they were thinking? Like, they're like, hanging with the bros, having a good time. And then all of a sudden, the dude meets some chick in a dungeon. 
And they just see him lose his ever-loving mind. Like, he just flipped on them, like, overnight. They're like, yeah, everything was so great quick. for three months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was all great and fine. And then all of a sudden, like, she puts down these boundaries and it just completely broke him. Yeah, it was like, it was... It was like um, all those corny movies I remember watching growing up. It was like love potions. Like people would always make love potions or, um, oh gosh, I can't remember all the stupid corny shows we watched. But that was like always a thing. Like I was terrified of falling in quicksand. Everybody was passing around love potions like nothing in all the cartoons and movies I watched. And like we were, um, the Bermuda Triangle was running the show. Like everybody was just vanishing yeah. left and right in the Bermuda and it feels like this guy like fell, fell in like a vat of love potion and just like lo- it just turned into a different person kind of turned into pepe le pew there yeah, right? Tunes, right? <laughs> yes so crazy but yeah i couldn't even imagine have you ever been on that like have you ever seen someone close to you just lose their mind over someone like you could not talk any sense into them like you could not dial them back reel them in nothing yeah i can't say that i personally have but maybe it's just because i have i'm I'm pretty you know a hermit so that kind of helps but it's you know and but you do see like stories like i do read a lot of these kind of stories where it feels like they do they go in and it just completely falls all off the rails after a while you know it's always a short period of time too yeah it's always and i think that's what is so um it catches everyone off guard is because it happens like overnight like it went from this to that. And that's how I felt with my buddy that I was introducing to my other friend. Um, it was just like, I try to talk sense into him. I was like, dude, she's a person. She's not like something you cock your leg on and claim her. Like she has thoughts, opinions, like aspirate, like she's a living being. Okay. You don't like get to claim her and hiss at anyone else that walks around. Like, this is weird, man. This is weird. And then I started second guessing, like, what the hell did I get myself into? Why was I trying to hook up my friend with my other friend? And then my poor girlfriend is on the other side going, what happened to dude over there? I'm like, I don't know. I'm trying, I don't know. I'm trying to like yeah. dial well, him back. Like, he won't I'm listen. this guy here. Like, like the guy says the dude wanted him to keep track of when she talked about That's him. That's the yeah i'm, I'm like, so glad you brought it I back think to at that. this point if you're a friend like i would be like dude slow it down for starters like no i'm not doing it i would be putting those boundaries but like no i'm not telling you what they're doing every single moment of the day when i see them and if they're like, talking about the you you know unless it's something that i think is like bad or maybe it's like puts your life in danger perhaps but no you know i'm not gonna sit here and tell you everything that they're doing every point of the day that i see them and, and you know yeah. like that is just a little bit too much like and i think that maybe as friends and people they should have been stepping in and be like hey like slow it down at least <laughs> you know you're welcome to have this relationship that you're trying to build here but maybe not go at it so <laughs> so fast mm-hmm. it's so true and a lot and people do that for a lot of reasons like people come on hot so quick so fast oh, for their own reasons obviously for me it's like it always comes across as like such a a loud thirsty uh scream for something like something they're scared of like it's almost like why why what what would make somebody request like what mental state are you in to go listen i want you to join me on my cyber stalking of this girl like why why do you one think it's normal behavior for you to do it and then normal behavior for you to recruit your friends to do it as well you know it's just so weird like the, yeah, the I mean it's hard like you're, you're and I can imagine being the friend being asked that like how would I deal with that right. like, I mean am I capable am I the type of person that's able to be like say no can I say no to this to my friend like I've known this person a while and I think well maybe they're just asking me nicely like you, you know it's hard to be put in the spot like that 
Yeah, I have no... <laughs> That's where we, we're so different, right? We've talked about that before. I have no problem being like, no, you're crazy. The behavior is going to get all of us in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I think there like, would have been gonna... a time that I would have let that push me over. But I think now, like, I, I'm, I've set those boundaries and I'm very good at now being like, nope, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> mm -hmm. Even with my body, I was like, you done wrecked it. Like, you have done, you have messed up a good thing, mister. Okay. And I'm never one introducing you to my friends ever again. And two, you didn't listen to me and you wrecked it. Okay. You're on your own now. Okay. I wish you luck. <laughs> I'll still be your friend, <laughs> right. but I am not crossing the streams, the friend streams anymore. Yeah, I this is not. where my line is. Yeah. I'm not crossing it ever. Yeah, because it's it's such a bummer, and that's where I could totally identify with these guys because they're like, there was nothing wrong with him. Everything was amazing. Everything was great. And then all of a sudden, he met this girl. And you know, and that that can happen with people. Like the minute I have you ever met a friend, like they all of a sudden start dating someone, and you never hear from them ever again because their whole world is engulfed in like oh, that one. Definitely, friend. yeah. Yes. Like they just disappear and fall off the face of the earth, and that's it. And you're like, oh, well, I guess that's that. Right. <laughs> exactly. And you just feel like, well, I guess we weren't great friends then. Like if you can't make space for others, so these guys, he made space for them. He wanted to hire them to stalk her while he was busy. He he did the opposite. He's like, I'm not abandoning you guys. I'm bringing you in to the opposite yeah i need to recruit you to do this for me it's so strange could you imagine this not in a digital world though oh, like man how would that work that would be like, straight that up would stalking. be like you're, you're straight exactly and it it, like you know this and is not i mean okay it, and it is level. i guess this is a stalking in this sense too because it is like whether it's cyber it really stalking is. or you know real life stalking it, it's kind of just very borderline crazy <laughs> and the fact that um us as gamers and as rothians we have that benefit of of low-key hiding behind like our gamer tags and our avatars and but when you make that conscious choice to open your world up to strangers no matter if they're in person or on the internet it will you do run the risk of this type of behavior or worse happening but also it can't can have a good thing too because you know people have met people on the internet and actually had relationships and, you know, got married, have families oh, and kids. Well, that would be me. I, no, 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 I, I set my, that yeah. up, didn't I? I set that yeah, up perfectly. Well, exactly. Like I, anybody that's known me long enough knows that I met my husband. I mean, this is like 20 years ago, like the, the early stages of the internet, but like that yeah. was when it was even more taboo because nowadays we don't even think about it. We've got all these things like dating apps and, you know, meeting mm -hmm. on the internet is a less scary thing to do, but um, it still can be like, I am, I grew up learning like, okay, like if you're going to meet somebody, you meet them in a well-lit place. You arrange to meet them somewhere because God only knows what's going to happen to you when you go meet. Exactly. And I know I was going to share my internet memeing a meme thing on another story we have saved for later, but I think it's a good application now because it was like, cause it said, isn't it funny back when people first started dating people on the internet, everybody's like, don't meet them on the internet. You're going to get chopped up and put into a suitcase because they're all ex murderers. But now we're like buying food from random people on the internet and having them deliver it to our house, buying groceries from random people on the uh, apps, the internet apps and stuff and having them come right to our house and give us our groceries. Oh we, yeah. We're doing, <laughs> we're, we're hopping in with strangers and they're driving us all around. You know, it's like, 
it's and, all you done. know it's not really that big of a time period like <laughs> i'm talking like so this is would be as 20 years ago which is not a, in the big picture of our social life of uh, uh, as humans on this planet that is not a very long time for this this technology just to go from one end to the other side of it <laughs> absolutely and that is one thing so i but also i had a neighbor i'm telling you people can just flip on you and you're just like what happened no matter where you are so i had a neighbor he was so nice he would greet me every day we got along great and little did i know that when i would leave to go to work he was wreaking absolute havoc on my neighbors in my apartment he had sadly went off his medicine that was helping him stay stabilized for his mental condition and he was taking a hatchet and beating the neighbor's doors with a hatchet threatening their lives but when he saw me we would talk about fishing we would talk about the weather we would talk about what we had for dinner literally never threatened my life never but my oh, poor wow. three neighbor <laughs> there were four of us on a floor and i remember that my little elderly grandma neighbor she came beating on my door at 10 at night and i looked at my people and i was like what is going on and i look out there and she can i come in can i come in and i didn't know this was going on and she's like we need you to help us sign a paper and turn into the leasing office and tell them all the horrible stuff our neighbor's been doing to us and i'm like what are you talking about he what I, they were telling me all this stuff and it caught me so off guard so even if you see someone literally every day they can just be Hexing, hacking with a hatchet on your neighbor's door. Yeah, and you, you just even don't know. know. I think that it just applies for everybody. And it's you not have just no on idea. a mental state either, but like, you know, some people pre present only a certain side to the people True. they like and the yep. people that they, you know, maybe don't like or perceived as not liking. And it's like it's a switch and they're fine with you, but not with everybody else. And it's, you know, it's so complex, right? It's <laughs> it really honestly is. And um, I think if we had to give anybody advice based off from this, like what would your advice be to wrap up this topic? Um, I think I would say, and at least to start with this, it's like maybe try to, you know, tone it back a little bit in this situation and maybe give it more than three months to, you know, develop a relationship. Like the person's not going to go anywhere if they'd like you. They're going to, it's going to connect in somehow, you know, and, or they won't. And you're just going to have to learn to be okay with that too. <laughs> it's true. And, being like on the outside looking in and realizing that both parties in this particular story could have been guilty because I have also known people, they love to make people jealous. So we don't know because this, like the, the veracity that this gentleman is coming at her with, I just always think in origin and I'm like, where's this coming from? Like, like I've known people to play both sides of the fence. I've known people to be like, oh, when you were gone, so-and-so was saying this to me. Oh, when you were gone, so-and-so was saying this to me. And then they get the person fired up, right? And they go charging out and they're like extra like um, paranoid, you know? And then the guy could go run into his friends. Can you keep an eye on her? Make sure, you know, it's just like, where's this freaking paranoia coming from? So yeah, yeah. it definitely comes across yeah. like that too. Like he wants yeah. to make sure there's she's not talking to anybody else. And yeah, there's talking to him something only. weird there. Yeah. Or, or he could just be that unhinged, you know, he's just, he could be the serial behavior behavior person because you will also meet people like this that act in such interesting ways that they have a pattern to their behavior. And since these guys were all new ish to each other, 
I would be really interested to say, did this gentleman have friends outside? If they these two group friend groups ever compared notes, it'd be like, oh my gosh, this is what he always does. He always meets a girl, loses his ever loving mind, and scares her away. You know, like it could go either way. So true. <laughs> so definitely, I think at the end of the day, get to know people more. Take your time. Don't let your thirst to a not be alone make you act like a weird person on the internet <laughs> and, yeah like we're all weird here but like yeah, there's a level of weirdness but not, so. not this kind like there's categories i'm a self-proclaimed weirdo but yeah not, not like quite this. this far no exactly <laughs> this is on another chapter down the way i don't know this is different but um yeah i would say definitely show some restraint you know, do the P.O. box thing. Don't be giving nobody your home address. Don't be giving anybody your workplace. Don't be exchanging your phone number with people if you don't want them texting you and tracking you down. You know, like there are some things that we have to take responsibility for. You know, you don't have control over how these people are going to act towards you. No, you but you got them. control over what you can do to, yeah. to what are you doing? Or mitigate some of that. Yes. What are you doing? There are people who will cyber stalk you based on weather. Like if you say it's raining right now, they will get on the weather app and find out where it's raining and go, oh, that's where, you know what I mean? Like that people oh, yeah, they'll all piece together just all yeah. kinds of stuff just enough information little just tidbits enough. that you don't think about and they piece it all together and like well that's where they are uh-huh <laughs> yep yeah and then also just a side note azeroth is not a dating app not everybody in the game is single and wants you to mingle like not everyone does and no, no. and some people too you find some them like too. on a role play server <laughs> Like yeah. they may be role playing that character and you don't know it. And so right. they're playing in character or whatever. Like that, that's a chance to, I mean, you would hope that you'd have these discussions outside of that to right. know, have the groundbreaking, but not everybody does. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think there's like super taboo and the RP thing is like forced storylines on people. Like I remember trying to learn more about RP and that's like super taboo. You never force your own storyline on someone else without like their consent. So. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, but it, it's the same thing, though. Like, you don't know what these people are behind that avatar. You really don't. No, nope, yeah. you sure don't. So, we'll move on to our next topic. And our next topic is, is World of Warcraft really that addictive? Posted by UMF underscore D-O-H on reddit.com in the gaming reddit. Recently, I've seen lots of conversations below reddit posts talking about WoW, with people saying it was so addictive that it basically took years away from their life. Don't get me wrong, I know how it feels to be hooked on a game, but not to the point where I was, it was consuming my entire life for five years. As someone who's never played WoW and was an infant when it initially released, can you guys explain what it made, what about it made it so hard to put down? And then they added an edit. Been really interesting reading through some of these stories. Thanks for sharing. So first <laughs> I off, feel like we might be the wrong yeah. people to ask about I know. This. We're the wrong people. <laughs> I've been stuck into this game since 2006. (laughs) Like that's, you know, I mean, I've had tiny breaks, but I keep coming back. (laughs) Yeah, same, same. Like 
I think we were talking the other night in Discord. Like the only game that says sex that has successfully pulled me away from Warcraft is Ark Survival Evolved. I the minute I bit into that game, I was a goner. And then when like every you know at, with anything, the servers start getting stupid, and you start your friends stop playing, and then boop, I'm right back in Azeroth like I never left. Yeah, me too. It's the same. Like uh, I think was it Star Wars, the Old Republic did uh-huh. it to me. I was gone for like six months. So I was like, wow, I was away for a while for a while. And same with um, you know, Final Fantasy. You know, yep. the same types of game. But you know, WoW just keeps bringing me back, and I'm mm-hmm. not even sure it's like everything with it. And that's you know, like I imagine he's gotten all kinds of answers. Some people they like to do the PvP and the RP and the, you know, I come back for various reasons. I have friends that still play, or you know, like it's like a multitude of things that just make you want to keep coming back. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And the thing that always makes me keep coming back is the world. I feel like it's like a home away from home. I think that's how, wow, being that special, like I can play wow in classic era. That's where we spend most of our time right now. Um, And the graphics are not the best, obviously. And life is a bit rougher and hard, but Azeroth in general, especially the older zones, just feels like cozy to me. Like I just it kind of is a bit cozy, right? And it's familiar, especially like this person said he was basically born when Wow came out. I was like, I feel for some of us that was yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Like you were an infant when it released. I know, right? Let me go take my metamucil. Pretty much. (laughs) <laughs> oh, but no, and but and so for some of us, it's the nostalgia that we like, and that's mm-hmm. why I've been enjoying re-enjoying classic. It doesn't mean I also don't enjoy the current yeah, game because I certainly play the current game too, and I absolutely and love it as well. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous and beautiful, and the quality you know, of life is definitely quality. Oh yeah, exactly. And like they each have their own purposes, and they fill certain spots in my, I guess, for my brain to be happy with when I play them in the different eras and stuff, and. Um, you know, I can understand though, maybe he doesn't get, you know, like there are people that literally get addicted to this game though. Um, and like, they just can't put it down. Like it's a point when, if you are ignoring your real life when you're playing in which mm-hmm. I, you know, there is stories out there of people who yeah, ignore their real life. Mm-hmm. And that makes a big difference. It's like, you know, like if you're not, you know, showering or eating or feeding yourself or just barely or others, doing such like or your others, family. Family. Oh my yeah. goodness. I've heard this. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you're neglecting your pets and everything. Like it's that's a that's where it becomes a problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. My first guild leader, the the one that only promoted men, and the 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 girl guild leader. She only promoted men, and she would keep the women out of the guild bank and out of out of any ranks in the guild. She like had a Warcraft harem, but she also always had CPS called on her because she would play Warcraft all day and all night and not be taking care of her children. And her husband would go to work and she literally would not get her kids on the bus. She would not, they, they got called. She was always getting calls and she would tell us this, like there was no shame in her game. Like literally she oh would just <laughs> tell us every time CPS came and why they came. And she was like this open book she was like the cashier that had the whole life story they needed to tell you right then and there she would tell us all of her dirty laundry and i just remember being like wow like that game has that much of a hold on you and it becomes an addiction like it's i used to be addicted to wine i know you like you can't think of your life without that in your life so it's like it it takes over a person it takes over your identity 
So yeah, it's when you cross that line too, right? Yeah. Like I've been really close to that line. I can say that much. But like after a while, like you realize when you do step away, like it's it's okay to step away. Yeah. Like you you know, and you you have to, um, like I don't pop into the game nearly as much. I mean, if I do, but I'm I'm always up and down from it. I'm busy doing a bunch right. of other things. I I think I've got more time in the game by being AFK because I you know I, real life called me to go do something. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's like you have to be apps and well first off i would say there are more people there are personality triggers inside each of us that some of us are just prone to have more of an addictive personality than others so it's definitely not easy for us to say no warcraft isn't addicted to me there are some people out there that have strong um addiction well, yeah, gets, wiring uh, exactly and it gets yeah. the, the endorphins flowing yeah. and like in just the right way and it's hitting all those, those senses for you mm -hmm. you're just like you're you want to keep having that that hit it's like any other kind of addiction you want to have that hit to feel good and uh you know so i totally get it where they're coming from but i you know i, I think this person is a little bit naive in the fact that they don't understand that they may have to learn to look at more other things in the world that have other addictive qualities you know you get your gambling is addictive for people it's on the same level <laughs> Yeah, and the fact that World of Warcraft has always been so much more than just a game. And I think for people on the outside looking in, they just go, oh, it's a game. How can it be addicting? But when you're in the game, it's it's a community. It has, um, it has trials and competition. Like there's things that you can excel at, things that you can set your goals. There's friendships that you make. There. So if you live a more solitary lifestyle, Warcraft is your social world. And if you very much so, yeah. right. <laughs> and you we've I don't know, I can't speak for you, but I'm sure you've come across stories where people who might be amputees love being in an MMO in general because they can do anything that their physical body they feel limited by, but in their pixel world, they're not limited at all. And they're just like everyone else. And they can do all the things that they wish they could do. I've read a lot of first person stories yeah, about you that. you see people like that, or maybe they're disabled in some other way, but this is where they can be um, mm -hmm. more like who they maybe were before if they Absolutely. had you know a life beforehand or um, in addition to to be like this is an extension of me and yeah and it's 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 everything that, like what keeps me coming back to wow are things like the stories and the people and just the you know and and I don't know uh, it's such a hard plugging. thing to explain yeah <laughs> it's the escapism too um of gaming in general um being able to come from your, you might feel like your life is a dumpster fire at that moment. You might be grieving. Like I've heard a lot of people say that World of Warcraft helped them get through some of the darkest years of their life because they were grieving and they didn't know how to process those emotions. But when they got into Warcraft, they did, they got to hit the pause button on their emotions and escape for a little bit. So escapism is definitely uh, plays a part in that too. Oh, definitely. And it, it helps a lot, you know, is, you know, I've been in spots where it's like, oh, the game is so much better than what's going on in my right? Life right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Absolutely. And that sometimes the game is a dumpster fire and you're like, oh, I'm glad I can turn this off. I can get out of there and go back to my Pretty real much world. Is to walk away and turn off the game. Yeah. yeah, you're like, oh, a lot of stuff going on in there. I'm going to just thank goodness I can just go outside and touch some grass, you know? <laughs> 
Oh, it's like everything is like got to balance those scales, I suppose. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So I think a lot of things that um, I think everybody's addiction uh, levels are different. Everybody's ability to uh, stop and start something is different. I used to smoke and I just quit cold turkey like years ago. And But other people will struggle every day. It's a struggle. Um, for them so it's just a oh, for sure and even if basis. it's been years after that and they still struggle trying to you know because that is that mm -hmm. strong for them right you Absolutely. know same with like alcoholism and everything mm -hmm. it's you know it's, yeah and what we can do is just be supportive of people i think that's what my takeaway is you know be support them and if they need to you know put those boundaries in and like right. tell your friend online like hey listen i can only be on for an hour can you please tell me to get off when the hour comes you know <laughs> mm -hmm. and i think a lot of it is acknowledging that you have a problem in general and anything in life is seeing it and going, Oh, okay. I have this. Now what am I going to do about it? Uh, if you notice that you are, that you are kind of neglecting things in your life, you will have to be very, um, you're going to have to hit that self-control extra hard. And that is what a lot of people struggle with. At the end of the day, it comes down to self-control and values, you know, and, are you able to rationalize in your mind, I am playing this too much. Other areas of my life are suffering. I need to take a break. I need to, you know, step away. I need to come out with a better plan of attack on balance. I need to set some rules for myself before I log in, make sure this is done. I need to make sure this is done and make sure this is done. Okay. I got this much time. Set a timer for yourself. Like, make make a you visual turn list. around make it into a thing where it's your reward for doing right. the things that you have to do um i make sure it's like I, if i have things i gotta do i'm like okay i want to play wow but i'm like well i've got this to do so i'm like okay let's get that done and then you can go enjoy your game right longer even you know you you, you can <laughs> you know you didn't want to do the dishes for the day exactly. like, i just want to go play wow yeah exactly i do that quite often I'm like <laughs> oh, okay i better go do those dishes you know like yeah. it's such a small thing but for some people that is a very big task yeah you gotta be <laughs> the good cop and the bad cop to yourself <laughs> you have to like, much. yeah, you literally have to be like, Harena, I know you want to sit down and play a freaking video game, but girl, you got, see those dishes over there? Yeah, go over there and wash them because ain't nobody going to wash them but you. They're giving and, you the greasy yeah. eyeball with their own <laughs> exactly. grease. You got to talk smack to yourself and keep yourself in line. That's yeah, that check yourself much. before you wreck yourself. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And if you happen to have people that know you close enough that are, you know, willing to help you be your motivator for that. Right. Like, you know, and be your cheerleader. Like, yes, mm -hmm. you did that thing. Even if it's something you think that's tiny and stupid as doing the dishes. Like if that's your big task for the day and you did it and you know, because I know that's hard for people too. They fall Baby into steps. it. Or, you know, it's it's like the things with depression, like and maybe wow is their escape. Absolutely. And so and that's why it makes a, a difference there. Right. Yep. And I think um, I just to touch on what you already started, because I'm glad you mentioned that is bring in those people who are supportive, because sometimes with anything, even dieting or any sort of substance abuse, um, being able to have somebody around you, if you don't feel like you're personally strong enough to hold yourself accountable, find someone you you absolutely respect and trust that they won't abuse this power over you to say, hey, can you help me monitor this? I'm trying to work on dialing back my game time. I'm trying to work on balancing more things in my life. So if you see me log in, can you just check in with me and make sure, like, just check in with me? Or if if you are over and I am look like I haven't showered in days, can you maybe, you know, kind of strong arm me and tell me to get my butt, you know? 
like that. Yeah, like, in, tap in a respectful that way, obviously, because you'd be able to understand that you're, you know, might be struggling with whatever it is you're struggling with. Absolutely. And, you know, and uh, yes, we understand you want to escape it, but like, let's take this tiny baby step and do this one item, and then you can get your reward for that. And then eventually you find, like, you'll be like, okay, I've done the dishes, you know, I've cleaned up after the dog or whatever. And right. uh, and then you're like, I, I now have time to go do my game. And you'll have, you know, it just becomes a routine even eventually Thank for you. you. Oh my gosh, we definitely share a freaking brain cell. The whole time you're talking, the word routine kept popping up in my head. And then you're like, you have to build a routine. I'm like, ah, nailed it. Nailed yeah, it, do that. it does take baby steps sometimes <laughs> because does. sometimes you, you get in the, and yes, you're going to fall off the rails sometimes and that's okay too. And I think it you is. need to know that as well when Thank you're addicted you. to something. Good. I'm glad you <laughs> added that. Don't beat yourself up. I think that's a lot of times we get so discouraged because um, trying to change a behavior in ourselves seems so huge, like a big mountain in front of us. But all you do is got to take that first step. And give yourself credit for doing that. Don't be like, oh, that wasn't enough. You should have done more. Like, don't let yourself crap talk yourself. Like, support your your decisions to change things. Support your decisions to be balancing. And don't feel like you're going to climb that mountain in a day. No, exactly. Like, you don't have to do that. You know, you'll get to the top eventually. And, you know, you'll have occasionally where you want to step back down a bit. And that's okay, too. You're allowed to take make base camp somewhere, too. Hey, yes. <laughs> Nailed it. I think you nailed that for sure. Did you see any of the comments that looked like they were worth sharing? Um, people replying back? Hmm, ah, really no, not I think we've kind of touched most things that I think people would have been saying, like they yeah. understand how addictive it was and <laughs> or yeah. can be. Yeah. So yeah, I think we, t we wrap that up pretty good. Definitely give yourself the space to make changes, support yourself, find someone if you don't feel like you have the ability to keep yourself in check, find someone that won't abuse it, but will do it from a place of love and um, help you uh, kind of have that checks and balances. That little, hey, have you done this today? Hey, because if you're struggling, it's good to ask for help because you can't always do everything all on your own. And you should no. never feel bad about asking for help. No, never. Like help, and that's what it is. I think a lot of people these days don't think about it anymore that way. It's okay to ask for help. <laughs> yep. Oh, one more thought bubble just popped into my head. World of Warcraft can become addictive if your identity is World of Warcraft. Because I've noticed just as a content creator for the past 10 years on and off for World of Warcraft, if you don't have your identity inside of you, you have it out living outside of you on um, an object, a job, a promotion, a role in your life, a game, a sport, something that you're known for, whenever that's taken away, you can suffer a grieving for that. Like you will feel that way. So that can keep people locked into World of Warcraft is if their whole world and their whole identity is in that. I've seen like content creators all of a sudden not, they fall out of love with the game. So they stop creating content for it, whether they're a streamer or a YouTuber or a podcaster, artist, um, the cosplay, and they just stop because they lost the love for the game, it really can have a mental toll on the person because their whole identity was wrapped around in that. And now they almost have like that um, empty nest syndrome that like people have when their kids move out. Well, they almost have that identity crisis. Just about, yeah, because they yeah. don't know what else to do with their life at that point because right. that was all of it for them. And I totally get it. And it, it's okay to take that step back though. And I think people need to understand that too. And, and I, I get we might miss you because you stepped away and in the mm -hmm. case of like streamers or YouTubers, et cetera, you know, like you may miss them, but you know what, we have to also respect them they need to take a break too 
Yeah, <laughs> they sure do. And also there was another thought bubble that just popped up on the heels of that, but now I think it floated away. So I think we can, <laughs> I think we did good again later. I'm sure. Yeah. It was like here and then it was like gone. <laughs> so I think it's time to level up. <laughs> okay. I just love that. It's such a satisfying sound. I love sound. it too. <laughs> so my post comes from uh, the RWOW sub, uh, subreddit and it's called, I don't get why does it matter to others what I am doing in my free time. So with this post, they've actually had a picture um, and I just kind of took their, they just shared a, a screenshot of a conversation they had with somebody in game. And I've kind of bullet pointed this and this is by a person called uh, No, or No Go. No go go. I'm going to probably say that a few times and say it wrong every time. You nailed it, I think. <laughs> so anyways, so they posted this screenshot of their conversation. Uh, a player asked them if they are what they're doing and replied that they're fishing. Uh, then this player then asked no go go what they're fishing for. And they say, well, they're fishing for sightless eyes. And then the player finally asked them, okay, well, what do you fish those for? And he, they say that it's for a, uh, an achievement or similar, they said, for the underbelly tycoon for a rat mount. And then the player goes to them and like, all that for a rat mount? And they reply, well, yeah. <laughs> the player then proceeds to tell them to go play Mythic Plus and do some raids. <laughs> Noko oh replies with, why should they go and do that? <laughs> and, and is met with, because you will get more fun. And of course, this is the, the topper of all of this, the, the posts, is they, they weren't using full English. So U is the letter U, and because is BC, <laughs> right. we'll get more fun. And like, I, I don't know. I mean, I try to speak properly in the game, but I know not everybody likes to do that. But it's still, it's one of those things that sort of adds a little extra cherry on it. <laughs> and Noko Go then tells them that they do not get to dig how they have fun and the player proceeds to say that um, they, they are sorry they then they proceed to say that they want them to have more fun and Nogogo says that they are having fun to which this person proclaims loudly no you or uh, no you're not <laughs> they're, they tell them what they're doing and then they're telling them that they're also not having fun they're also speaking for them like, I mean, I understand, like, I know things like fishing and uh, doing achievements like that isn't for everybody, <laughs> but, like, the person wouldn't be doing it if they didn't want to do it. <laughs> it's so true. It's not like there's a hidden gnome behind them with a, you know, a little dagger poking to the middle of their back going, fish, fish! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, and I don't know what to think with this. It's like... Uh, I guess, I mean, I could say I had my own personal experience kind of like this recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that in a moment, but I, I think I just want to address this person's, like, I think they'd handled it pretty, pretty well, actually, because it looked like by the end of it, they probably ignored the person because they're like, bye, you know, that was the last thing they said. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I am having fun. No, you're not. Bye. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, LOL, bye, I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you having fun like if it's so much fun doing mythic plus and raiding all the time why are you here like why are you yeah. by me right now yeah why are you why are you here yeah like why, what why are you out where i'm fishing if not if it's so much fun go where you're having fun that's so strange it really is and it just it struck me i was like where do people get and the right their titles like where do people get telling you how to play the, or how to have fun in the game or how to spend your time in the game <laughs> and let alone the token you know reply is you don't pay my sub like you don't pay my my sub so 
get to step that's in. That's right. Yeah. If you pay my sub, you can tell me what to do in the game. <laughs> yeah. If I want to pay $15 a month to run around a fountain, I'm going to do it and you can like it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and this game is so much for everybody. And the further you get into it, like, and even now, like, there's just so much to do and people flit around and do this and that and every other thing. Some people that's raiding in Mythic Plus, other people that's sitting out there fishing, or, you know, they like the, the repetitiveness of just flying around, listening to the music yeah. and mining and herbing and all that other stuff. Like there's, you know, people like to farm in this game, like completely. Um, you know, they get some joy out of it. It's something they can just do and, and kill their time. And they like playing the auction house. Like they, there's so much more to this game than just radiate a mythic plus. <laughs> and that's like the, don't be, don't be yucking other people's yum. Right. Like why, why this goes out into the real world too. Like how often do you as a gamer, be like, what do you do for your hobbies? And you're like, oh, I love to play World of Warcraft. And they'd be like, what's that? And then you're like, oh, you know, like, you're like, oh, clearly they don't know. So now I'm going to have to tell them that I spend my my time in this fantasy world killing anything digital I want. Digital dragons. Really. Yeah. yeah, digital <laughs> dragons. And they're like, shouldn't you just be scrapbooking or something? Like, I don't. And go crochet something like, yeah, or whatever. Go, yeah. Do, go, why don't you what? You mean you're not binge watching 47 episodes of blah, blah, blah. You know, like, no, I can technically do that and do what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, <laughs> if you're one of those lucky people like me with the second monitor, yeah. and you can watch things while you're doing stuff else in the game as well. Like, like fishing, you can multitask. like freaking fishing yeah. and getting your rat mount and all that stuff. Like that, I think that's what people don't understand. It's not like they're in hello. It's part of the freaking game. It's not like you're walking up to someone and be like, what are you doing? And they're like, I'm trying not to step on the cracks in this cobblestone road. You know, if they want to do that, great. But you're like, well, is there an achievement for it? No. Are you getting any money? No. But if they enjoy it, let them, right? All well, the, the power to them. <laughs> yeah. This person here, there's an actual things tied to it. It's an actual part of, of the game. And they're still getting the side eye. <laughs> so strange yeah well and like, clearly i guess this makes it this person likes to you know that's obviously what's important to the game and that's allowed but yeah, like, totally. this person wasn't doing anything saying oh no you shouldn't go raid you should you should be joining me fishing here this is much more fun you know like i know it's fun for people in different ways <laughs> yeah and i think why why have we become as a culture feel so comfortable just passing judgment literally on everyone and everything for not being like us like, you're not like me. I'm obviously speaking in a general term because I don't make this part of my life. But, like, I don't know where, where it is, why it is to seem like so many people like to go, oh, you're not doing what I enjoy, so you're wrong. I don't know where, where's, has this always been? I don't remember it being so prevalent. Uh, I think being connected as much as we are makes it feel more prevalent because I think when we, you know, surround ourselves with people we know in general, we they're going to be people that like what we like right you know it's these complete strangers that are like oh well, you don't like what i like so you must be wrong <laughs> yeah and like i used to not tell anyone that i played video games or world of warcraft or anything i just never because i didn't really know anyone until i met my co-workers at blade but even then, like, uh, I would never tell anyone that I did because it was just like they, I didn't know anyone else that did that game. Oh, well, and there's still like a stigma of, uh, to it, I think, to a degree. Like, I don't share with everybody in my life that I play World of Warcraft. You know, I might say, oh, I occasionally play some video games, but leave it at that. Right. But, but then sometimes you're like, oh, what if they dive deeper than that and want to know, like, okay, well, I play this and this and this. And then they're like, really? You play that? And then it's like, oh, now we have to go through this whole spiel. Right. Yeah. And that's <laughs> why know, I always. But do you play mobile games? 
to you, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's the thing is they, so many people now honestly do play mobile games. People I would have never even thought of. They're like, oh yeah, I play this on. And I'm like, that's gaming though. You realize that? Like what you're doing in your hands is what I'm doing in a, with a computer. You know, it's just, I don't understand why those two worlds don't even blend. It's really interesting. Uh, anecdotally, like, for me, my family used to not understand why I like playing World of Warcraft and like I spent hours or, you know, lots of time on there. But then in the same, you know, breath, I could turn around and be like, well, you know, you play Farmville. I said exactly. that is, and you, you know, like, I know some people that were like absolutely sticklers, like they knew the time that the thing was coming up and they were back at their computer, you yeah. know, and, and like, how is that any different than when I log in to do something in the game? Because <laughs> it, it, it isn't. <laughs> it isn't, but it's because I think we, we get, we as general, the people who are guilty of doing this, um, find it really, they have not expanded their view past their own eye, like their own experience. They're not in a coming from a place of wanting to learn what other people enjoy in the world. They're there to throw shade. And, and it makes you wonder, is it coming from something that they've done? Like, has this person in the game been, maybe they used to like to fish. And then they had some sweaty person be like, why are you fishing? You should be doing Mythic Plush. You'll have more fun. And they're like, oh, should I? Oh, okay. I'll guess I'll do that. And then now like the old fishing person in them is like, oh, look at that person enjoying what I used to do. But I took the advice of this rando and now I'm going to go and bestow upon them. You know, it's like this weird trickling downhill. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and you don't too, know where this like... person came from. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, And maybe... Are they jealous? And there could be, that's what I was about to say. Maybe they are jealous because this person has the time to dedicate to fishing in right. the game. Because, again, this game offers so much. You can't possibly do everything unless you made it your entire full-time job in life. Right. <laughs> and even then, I don't think you know, you'd have to have zero life and be up, you know, maybe sleep for an hour a day, mm -hmm. you know, like, to manage all of it. And, you know, it's, and maybe they're jealous that they can't be that person to have fun fishing. <laughs> and maybe they, they're like, oh, well, and there's people that don't, there's people that love to mount collect in the game. And then there's people that literally will just ride the generic mount forever. And they won't understand why people love to collect their, the mounts in the game. Like, I think that's the beautiful thing about Warcraft is there's so many facets to the game. There's room for literally everyone to find something that they enjoy if they put their energy into finding that niche that they enjoy. And there's people who just literally love to do all the things. And then, you know, there's people who love to do Mythic Plus. And there's people who love to approach random people in the game and throw shade at them. Like, that's like their hobby. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, and everybody has an opinion, and sometimes though you don't have to share it though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thankfully, we grew up in salt and peppers, um, salt and pepper. You know, opinions are like assholes, and everybody's got one. Like we, I think that was like my anthem growing up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, if only I had that on my soundboard, I'll have to find that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, oh. you definitely have had a, a very similar. This is not just a one-off. I'm sure no, this no. has happened to many This has happened others. to many people because I had very much a similar experience. So let me share this story. I'll set this up for you. So I'm just minding my own business. I'm playing Season of Discovery. So this is classic WoW. And we can only reach up to like level 25 right now in the game. You know, we're, we're, we're at the max cap, or cap for the level cap for the game. And I'm on my hunter. 
So that, and uh, you know, I don't play the game like everybody else. I am one of these people that never plays the game how it's supposed to be played. I play it my way, <laughs> and I'm minding my own business. And I'm taking the boat from Teldrassil over to the docks in Aberdeen because I plan to cross those docks and go to the other boat to go to the other side of the world. Because I, mm-hmm. you know, like it's a long trip. Like in game, you have to plan your time in the game you because really you're running are. around. Yeah, like it takes you ten times longer to get anywhere because mm-hmm. you're on foot. So you, and so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna move over there. I was like, I didn't want to take the flight master. So I, I jump on the boat and I don't think anything about it. there's another person there on with me. I don't, you know, sometimes I might inspect them, but I didn't this person. I was just kind of minding my own business. And all of a sudden they say out loud, why? And I'm thinking, well, what do you mean? Why? <laughs> like, did you say this out loud because of, you know, like some people, they forget to hit, you know, R to reply back to somebody in right. whisper or yeah. maybe they meant to say it in the guild instead they ended up saying it in slash say. So I didn't think anything about it. We just ignored it. And I was like, okay, maybe they're not talking to me whatever. So then a few seconds later, he asked why a pig? And I realized, oh, he's talking about me and my hunter pet, <laughs> which I absolutely love my hunter pet. His name is Hamwise. He, instead of Samwise from uh, Lord of the Rings, he's Hamwise Gamgee. <laughs> but anyway, Anyways, it is, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, so the guy starts talking to me further. So I I figured out that they were talking to me and I say, well, I like the pig. I, and I do. I happen to like it. They're a great pet. I don't have to figure out what the heck I'm going to feed it and keep right. it happy. Um, they're a great tanking pet. And, you know, they're, they're an awesome all-around pet for a hunter. If you want to just do all the things, they kind of do a little bit good in everything. <laughs> And so, um, anyways, so then next they tell me, um, I, I, like, it dawns on me, like, this person's about to tell me how to play my class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you just get right that on, feeling. Yeah, and then right on cue, they do, they asked me if I raided yet. And I'm like, no, I haven't been in raid. My guild is raiding, but I mean, this is a character, I jump between all kinds of characters, so I haven't gone into raid yet. It's not what's interesting to me at this very moment. Right. <laughs> you know, I said... Uh, but because I didn't answer him fast enough, he chose to answer for me. He's like, no, you must be an alt. So I'm an alternate character. This is <laughs> because this is the way I am I am coded. When somebody tells me I am something, I am going to tell them I'm the complete opposite of right. it. <laughs> so I tell them, nope, I'm just, and that I just don't do the meta thing. So for those that aren't aware of it, in Season of Discovery, people who are much sweatier and more into that kind of stuff than I am mm-hmm. have figured out that certain pets are stronger in the game and stronger for this particular phase of the game, shall right. we say. So it's the and meta. certain pets are better at attacking certain bosses in Black Fathom Deeps than others. Some sort of um, a thing. For a while yeah. it was a Scorpid pet and then yep. the, the new one is the Wind Serpent. Wind Serpent. Yeah. And I mean they're great pets too. Like they're really cool pets to have both of them. But I was like no I don't feel like trekking all the way out there and doing it at exactly. this time. You know like it wasn't something right. I was interested in doing. So I was like nope I just happen to like the boar. <laughs> so, and, I, and I said I just don't do the meta thing. To which they replied to me in all caps the word nanny. And I was like first of all I'd never heard of this word. I was like what the heck is he typing about? <laughs> Later when I was telling our guild about this lovely person and the whole story, <laughs> somebody pointed out that it was apparently a Japanese thing. It might be to do with anime. It was basically like a surprise of an expression of what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. And they proceeded to tell me to go get a lion. I was like, okay, well, why is this there telling yeah. me to go get a lion? So I laughed to myself about it. And, you know, I tell them I'm happy with my pet. <laughs> and they continue prattling on how they have this white lion. I'm like, I don't care at this point. <laughs> and it's like, I want this conversation to be over with so I can go to my destination. So we reach the docks finally, because this only happens in a span of minutes. <laughs> we reach the docks and I realize he's walking over and going the same way I am. So I'm like, you know what? I can stop here. I can wait for the next boat and go over. 
<laughs> Side note, isn't it hilarious that in game we ha- we behave how we really would out of game too? Like we're like, right? I don't like, even want to be around example. this weirdo anymore. Yeah, I was like, no, I can completely me. detour my way and just come back later. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, I wasn't in any giant hurry to go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and so I reached the docks and <laughs> I was like, I don't want to continue onto this boat with this guy. And I just trying to end a conversation, I just say, all the power to those who want to run with something else. Like, I'm not going to diss on you because you have a wind serpent or a lion right. or whatever you're running yeah. with. I'm like, hey, you do you with your pet. You know, uh, enjoy yeah, yourself. There's so many freaking pets in the game. Like, why pigeonhole yourself into like two? yeah exactly even though the stable slots do that for us yeah at the moment <laughs> I, I wish i had the, the kind of stable slots i have in retail man mm-hmm. like <laughs> hundreds have, of like, pets three yeah three at the most and it costs like five gold to unlock like the third one or the second one I guess. something like that yeah, yeah it's ridiculous and so i'm trying to end this conversation i tell him that and i said you know good luck you know they whisper me good luck and i say to you as well friend like off you go go do yeah, your thing you're like have a nice I'm day like, oh, loser fine. bye My conversation's over right <laughs> No, this wasn't the end of the conversation. <laughs> you know, cue that where Morgan Freeman cuts in. That wasn't the end of her conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So finally, okay, so I'm thinking he's gone. I can totally and, hear that, sorry. But apparently I struck some kind of chord with this guy because then they whisper me, this is this is where it goes right off the rails. It goes, You're a woman, right? And I'm like You're a uh, woman, right? I'm like, so I had to clap back with that. I'm like, I don't see how that's relevant. Right. <laughs> And then they kept digging themselves deeper with this. They said they told me that they were just asking and that I must be a woman because I don't care about what everyone else is doing. I think they realized that they may have crossed the line, but they kept on putting their foot in their mouth. Yeah, I'm like, how does that even add up? So they're telling me it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And it's good that I do what I want. (laughs) Of course, I'm typing out my mini novel to reply back to them. And I tell them that I don't think gender has any relevance regarding not caring. I'm just a person who does exactly that. What makes me happy. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? Exactly. So at this point, all my cares, I have tossed them out the window in this conversation. I'm ready to troll now because uh-huh. they've, they've pushed my buttons enough. Like, I usually give people a bit of a benefit of the doubt, but like, man, right. if you're going to keep on with this and just keep sticking that foot in your mouth and deeper, like, it's, it's going to come out his arse in a minute here. <laughs> I said, you know, and then I told them, they said they, they need to do... Um, then they like before I even finish my novel typing to them, they're like they that they need to do that themselves, which is to make things do things that make them happy. And I said, I leaned into it and I said to them that it's important, but who's to say that I don't have the in pet already? Right. Hello. <laughs> you know, like he doesn't know. Maybe I'm running with this boar for some other reason. Uh-huh. They just made an assumption based on what they saw. You know, like I might have that pet in the stable. I didn't, but that's another story. Yeah, and that's because you didn't want that pet in your stable. Yeah. And I and said, your prerogative. Exactly. And then they decide to shove that foot even more deeper in by saying that most women beat to their own drum. Of course, the, the, I had to paraphrase this most because he couldn't beat spell their own right. drum. Yeah. Most women. Well, I, I'm learning so much about what it's like to be a woman. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't clearly. know all these years of being a woman. I, I was doing it wrong. Yeah, me too, apparently. I need to start beating my drum. <laughs> Yeah, and so then he proceeds to apologize to say that he offended me. I'm like, dude, what is going on? And then they say more or less same things that they found in video games. Women do what they want, and men go for more for the meta, and it's not a bad thing. And I tell him this is anecdotal at best. Totally anecdotal. <laughs> and that, well, I understand meta is important at this point. Important at this point, I don't think it really matters. And then carry on top of this cake conversation that it is a week, a little bit later in the week. 
I go, I actually get to go raiding with my guild. Last night, right? Yeah, this was last night. Yeah, no, Thursday? Thursday hey, night. It's today, Friday. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah it, it was Friday. last night. It was last night. So we yep. were in there and we were on the second boss. Like, these are people that have been doing this now a lot longer than I have uh-huh. and know the dungeon and know the bosses. But, you know, they, they're and still the turtle boss. Be, yeah, and there's things to be, you know, happened. And the turtle boss took down the tanks and it was going for the healer. Like, I think there was only like three <laughs> of us alive at that yeah, point. Yeah, it was going after Poe. I turned around and sent my my hunter pet who is a tanky little boy yeah right into the boss and told him to go taunt the boss so that we yeah. can keep our healer alive to get that last percentage down he saved the day so he like <laughs> i think this is so funny so raspberries to you my friend yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that was what we felt was like absolute poetic justice because the minute that this rando was throwing shade at you and your boar pet like the next day or was it later that night we went in to do our guild um pre-made bgs and your freaking boar i remember um i can't remember which one of our guildies they said see your boar just killed that dude <laughs> oh yeah exactly like yeah. he went zipping in there and they charge they stun they, they, they do all they kinds of things people. yeah they're an yeah. absolutely over overlooked uh hunter's pet so you heard it here right now this is the new meta this is the new meta exactly. yeah go get this yourself is the, the new, boar beat your drum <laughs> Um, and then also, yeah, and then freaking saved the day, kicked the butt in the Warsong Gulch pre-maids, and then turned around and kicked the butt in raid last night. So it was pretty amazing. Yeah, and it was just like, I was like, man, I, I wish they could have that guy like watch what I was doing. I with know, that right? You know, like I wasn't good in the raid sending him out. I forget to tell him to go attack things, but I was like, well, better him to attack. And I didn't have him, like I was smart enough to take his growl off and everything. But it, I turned around and saved the day that I could click that button and tell him to take the growl to right. you know, keep the group from completely wiping. Yeah, and you know what? Here's the, here's the caveat. Who who has the wind serpent pet? Me. Who's, who's a chick? Me. Who went out <laughs> and did all that? <laughs> me oh yeah whose pet couldn't whose pet couldn't take because it's a freaking glass cannon mine <laughs> so <laughs> i went the meta route and i couldn't save the day if i wanted to because i you know what i mean i didn't have and and that's like people just pigeonhole themselves into little spaces and then when they look around and they see other people aren't doing it it like pisses them off for some reason and i don't know why and i'm pretty sure i did this this guy like he must have yeah. been so irritated the there fact was that i had like, a board and he had to just say how something. weird I mean, is that from the like from a devil's advocate side i guess he could be like he was trying to maybe help me understand maybe he didn't know i didn't know anything about the game which is there fine which is why so i gave him the benefit much, of the doubt of the part but by the time we'd gotten across to the other dock like i had said my piece it was enough i told him that i don't do the meta thing so it should have been a click that he realized that i am aware right. of this stuff and know how to play the game yeah. <laughs> so we and learned that... i'm the dude and you're the chick apparently <laughs> clearly yeah <laughs> clearly because i'm the ones to repent so no people roll on by me and go oh dude and i'm like yeah that's right i'm the dude and yeah, you, you know apparently i are. did want to give the guy the poor benefit of the doubt at first like maybe he is just trying to help me like you know because sometimes you do see people struggling like, hey did you know you could do this you know like you, but you kind of yeah. come at it the right way you yeah. know because otherwise you're just going to completely put people's hackles up and <laughs> right and i applaud you for wanting to do the devil's advocate thing because on them but for me it was like there was he came with a shovel and he didn't stop digging so to me it was just like if you do if you do tend to go out into the world and you see someone that might have not the thing that you have and you don't know why then just say hey 
I have never seen this pet before. What kind of awesome abilities? Like he could have approached it so differently, but he chose judgmental, elitist, um, yeah, condescending. To say, like, I mean, I said I like it. Then he could have inquired further. Oh, well, why do you like it? Then I could have been like, well, I like it because I can feed him anything. He's pretty tanky. I could have told him all the things that right. I liked about having Absolutely. a boar pet. Instead, asked. he was just like, no, they were telling me that I had to go get this lion or whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm you surprised know, he didn't tell me to go get the wind serpent, honestly. But <laughs> the irony is, though, he was accusing you of being the woman who typically beats their drum. But what was he doing the entire time? Beating his freaking drum. It was totally yeah. projected out onto oh, you, his drum beating. You so. sat there and you're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop with the drum beating. He's like, no, I got more. No, 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 it's okay. I've had enough. No, listen to my drum. And then the audacity to tell you that you're beating your drum. This guy oh, would yeah. not just I just couldn't how much this guy was sticking his foot right into his mouth. And, yeah. you know, all I could do was laugh at it because I'm so, you know, I'm, I imagine there was a time that this would have really bothered me, I'm sure. But like now I've got him. Like, I don't care. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> yeah. these people exist. It's so strange. <laughs> all it does is share for some good stories in, in our guild Discord. And it yeah. was like, yeah, and laughter all around, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was so funny because just to, you know, I'd not want to always want to rattle like the girl card or whatever. But it is, there is something different about um, playing games from our perspective than those who don't share our perspective. And it's always nice to share it, not in a like, oh, look, I have it so bad because I'm a girl. But no, things do happen differently to us than it does to them. And like, they well, I don't know if he knows that I was a girl or not, because I never right, answered never that question. Nope, I didn't was, confirm or deny, but he yeah, was darn sure that I was. He was darn sure you answers. were. <laughs> Yeah, there must be some sort of a handbook out there that we don't know. They're like, oh, this is how you hunt down girls in Azeroth. They will want, they will, they will They'll have. Be contrary. Yeah, and... they're contrary. <laughs> they beat their drum. They run with a pet that not everybody else is running with. It's almost like some weird, like, what is those um, alpha dudes that are out on the internet going, this is how you get your woman. You tell her that her hair looks like shit and then she'll like you because you'll peel her insecurities and then you know, she'll be like, oh, why? I want him to like me now. And it's just like that weird toxic alpha stuff that's going around. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. You know, it's like, oh, he read some dude's handbook on some like dusty part of the internet and thought, I'm going to take this into Azeroth to see if I could hook me a chick. I'm just going to start talking really bad to someone for having a big uh, bet. You know, for the longest time, like, I used to <laughs> so run crazy. with a hunter in-game that was a male hunter for reasons like this. Because nobody uh -huh. was questioning you at all right. if your avatar was a male. And it's really sad. Like, we'll have to have a good discussion on that one day, I yeah. think, on the podcast. Where we talk about playing, you know, being a female. And we might even have to find somebody else who can give us the other perspective. Yeah, I would love to but... hear other perspectives <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah, because, you know, like, what's it like from the male side of this? Like, do you find females doing the same thing? Like, just because we don't do it doesn't mean there might not exactly. be somebody out there that's because, not doing it, too. Yeah, because our guildies legitimately were like, what? Like, it never crossed their mind that there are people out there do saying this kind of weirdness. Because they're not that kind of, like, we've not ran into that inside of our circle in Azeroth. So, like, when we were laughing and sharing the story, they're like, really? Like, it just blows their mind that this happens because it hasn't happened to them. You know, exactly. So that's why we very carefully don't want to paint pick sides or paint this or that. Like, I think it all comes down to individuals acting badly. 
<laughs> pretty much yeah, yeah you know and much. i don't want to take it from a gendered side because it's yeah, not always about the gender not, either right. which is why you know it's, and that's why i was trying to get him there like listen like this isn't because i am female right. or male or whatever it doesn't matter what you are like you can do what you want in the game <laughs> right and that's why we thought it was so funny because everything he described was the route i took and by his calculations i wouldn't have been yeah, on he his radar. Have twice at you, he'd be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't have been on his radar. And little did he know, I literally never rated a day in my life until like what two weeks ago. Not yeah, pretty and, much, <laughs> you know. So it's just like little do you know. What little do you know, Mister? <laughs> so interesting. Uh, could write a whole book on how much he probably doesn't know. I know. <laughs> he probably has a whole. Book oh, I'm written. so bad. I shouldn't be that bad. <laughs> I'm, I'd be like, no. He probably authored the book. <laughs> right (laughs) it's so Uh, interesting but yeah it was so funny how that all kind of correlates into like let people play what they want and if they don't play like you then shut up and walk away and go live your life and be happy and doing what you like to do and let people enjoy things that they enjoy because guess what nobody knows everything like we are just rocking the wind serpent pet right now as a hunter and classic season of discovery because it happens to be really good right now for what we need it for but there are plenty of other options out there that do a lot more things. They're not pigeonholed, you know? Exactly. You know, nobody yeah. said twice to me, like, oh, you're bringing the hunter or the boar in there. Exactly. Nobody questioned that at and all. look, it like, freaking <laughs> saved the day, you know? It freaking saved us from completely wiping on that boss. Yeah, exactly. For sure. So, so that's what's your takeaway from all this, I guess, uh, for other people? I just love the poetic <laughs> justice um, from your story, personally. I always am for the underdog, and I love a good comeback story. And I think you lived that in real time right in front of me and i think it was amazing and i think that when anyone else like i haven't had anybody approach me like that i've just had random people one thing i have found a lot in classic wow is people inspect you all the time like they're always inspecting me now i don't know if it's because i've raided the last two weeks and i've got some pretty awesome drops my first couple times like i got that trident so people constantly go where did you get that trident i'm like i'm not used to i'm used to being a scrub and ain't nobody looking at my ass <laughs> yeah nobody's looking at your me. direction at all now all of a sudden no. they're like oh look at you in your and your pants clothes <laughs> yeah they michael everybody talks to me and come on let's go get you in the raid i'm like really i was terrified had to, you know, take the two gummies to relive my nerves and like finally conquer some stuff that I've been terrified to do and then get in and be like, oh, this is fun. And it definitely comes down to like the people you're doing it with. They make a big difference. So um, definitely feel blessed having the group that we have and landing where I landed and having the people offer to help and um, give me the push I needed to get in. And yeah, I would have never like two weeks ago had anybody inspecting me, but now I constantly have people inspecting me. And then I got that Murloc pet drop and I had somebody whisper me or yell and say, they whisper me, hi. And then they yell in front of me, show me your Murloc. <laughs> because I had that trinket that when I activate it, the little shadow Murloc pops out from the raid. And so now I have random people just asking me to sh- to activate That's my trinket. funny because they just want to see it because it's yeah, so cute. Yeah, they want to see it. It's adorable. So I haven't had that, your weird experiences yet. I have random people trying to talk to me um, whenever we're in Ashenville. I don't know. They're asking me like personal questions. Like they're trying to find out something about me, but I don't know. Like, are you single? I have somebody whisper that. I'm like, why did, what? This is not a freaking dating app, you weirdo. Who do, you don't even know me. <laughs> Yeah, immediately ignore. <laughs> Can't yep. answer. Ask me any so, more questions now. <laughs> yeah, so I thought, what a weird thing to ask people. I don't even, it's so strange. So I just, it, I don't 
I've learned I just don't reply. I just don't reply anymore. Like, I just don't. Like, I brought out my pet and I murgled at him and we had, that was a normal interaction, I felt. But, like, when people just whisper you weird stuff, I'm just, I don't even reply. And now I found, honestly, in your, like, I just have our Murloc, because we're the Murlocs in Disguise Guild. I just murgle at people now. If I have literally nothing of value to say, or I don't even want to reply because we're on RP server, I just give them a Murloc response and go about my business until they just shut up. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, start speaking Murloc to me. Yeah, just speak talk. Murloc back to them. That would be my takeaway. If anybody whispers you talk and smack about how you're doing and what you're doing, murgle at them and be on your way. And just do it until they just stop whispering you. Because these people are dumb. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they don't deserve her time or attention. <laughs> no, and my takeaway for people would be like, if you're going to be one of those people that is going to offer your unsolicited advice, at least come at it with a better approach <laughs> to start with. Like, yeah, you know, so strange. I understand you might be coming from a good position, but like maybe tone it back and be a little bit more pleasant about it. Like, hey, do you have a minute to talk about your pet, you know, or whatever it is you want to talk to them? Hey, can we talk about your gear? Do you yeah. know, are, or ask them if they're open to some advice. Thank you. First of all, yeah. you know, like be like, hey, can I give you some advice? And if you're open to it, like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And then you're not, you know, don't feel blindsided by it. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm the kind of person I love for someone to that knows more about something. I don't care who you are. If you want to share knowledge with me in a respectful way, I will eat that up. I will put gravy on it and scoop it into my body because it is delicious to have people share like actual knowledge. Like they love to teach people, coach people, help people. But you can tell the difference between people who honestly want to help people be better in a kind way than people who are just throwing shade to feel better. They don't want to make you better. They want to feel better than you. You know what I mean? It's like this weird. Which is kind of weird because you'd think that me having that terrible pet, of course, would, would have been How enough terrible. for like, oh, you're terrible. Yeah. You know, like, right. Why would I even bother giving, dignifying you with a talking to you? But you, you know? just started attacking you as a person. I think that's strange. Like he literally yeah, was wasn't talking unwarranted. about like your... <laughs> Huh? What was that? Oh, I was saying it was completely unwarranted. Yeah, it was like literally nothing about you technically in the game. Never nothing about anything else. The pet just really freaking set them off. Maybe they're I don't know. Maybe maybe they're I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe they, the guy died to princess out in uh, yeah maybe hardcore. Yeah, there's something <laughs> triggered him, and it, and it was just like it was your fault that you. In that case you didn't pet. know, princess is a pig out in princess the forest is a pig. with a couple. Yep, out in Elman Forest with two little ads that go with her. And if you attack her, her little entourage attacks you too. <laughs> so maybe that guy has got some PTSD from there. Yeah, there's a little bit, a little bit of something going on there. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I have the last story to wrap up the episode. Here we go. All right. This is coming off from CNN.com. And the title is Man Arrested After World of Warcraft Game Helps Police in Florida Find Missing 16-Year-Old Girl from Ohio. Side note, there's a lot of people going missing in Ohio. Have you heard anything about this? Mm, from Canada? I'll, be, I'll be from Canada. I hear missing stories more from here. But, uh, Man. I mean, I feel like that's everywhere. Like It feels like people are just I mean, disappearing all over Ohio the place, unfortunately. Is, it is on off the charts for something. For some reason, in the United States right now, there are a lot of missing people. But Ohio is just taking the cake on missing youth. So this oh, wow. Is, yeah. Um, before I, I will digress, because that's what I do best. Oh, I like that. I can put that on a cup. I will digress, because that's what I do best. 
<laughs> Cue the merch rhythm. store. Yes. Um, I saw a TikTok. Totally. This is kind of right along gaming. These two kids, like um, two young girls, probably 14, 15, they were at a theater and they were in like one of those arcade, like you sit in, you climb inside and you sit and you have like your shooting um handle like thing that's like right in between your legs and there's two seats like you're in a like a half of a car more or less and oh, the, okay yes yeah i've yeah, seen those the right shaken you could and they had set their camera up thank god they set their camera up because this is so freaking creepy if i find the link to this i bet it's even out on the news now because it hit it was in mansfield ohio and these two girls were having a blast in their game and you they had put their phone up to record a video of them and they're playing and no freaking joke, this dude that looks like out of a horror movie, I'm not kidding. If I'm I'm sending it to you, I'm going to get on and I will send it to you just to prove this is the dude looks like he's from a freaking horror movie. His face kind of goes right behind because in the half vehicle that the girls were in, it had a whole wide open rear view mirror and his head comes right around and he's staring, not knowing he's on camera, right in front of the camera and the accomplice, which we find is another man. They're like a duo. Um, came around the edge and literally shoved his whole upper half in to the girls right into her face scared the crap out of her she whips her feet around puts her feet up like in an attack like a defense mode she flipped on her back inside of the game and put her feet up like she's gonna kick him in the face like it was her her fight mode and oh, then wow. you could, yeah it was so intrusive and terrifying and once it just triggered me, like, it is so weird out there right now. And this is right out, out of Ohio. This one right here with um, World of Warcraft, too. I actually found one of the missing girls. But I think it was kind of a sketchier story. But I, I definitely want to add this in there because I don't even know. And then you could tell the guy reaches in and he goes, do you girls like to read? I'm like, what? Oh my what? goodness. I was just like, what? Yikes. Like, what is that? Like, like it was the creepiest. Like, like, oh, revolting. <gasps> like, all of it is this feeling. I wait until you watch the TikTok. <laughs> it is nuts. But if, um, they found the guy who, they found one of them. They, because they had the facial recognition right away and it went flying on TikTok. So they got the name and everything of the, the creepiest one that looked straight out of a horror film. Like, their face was so, it looked like they put another face over their face. Like, it was pale. Like, it looked like there was no tone to it. Oh it, it is very, it's something nightmares are made out of. But what's not a nightmare is the ending of this beautiful story. Authorities say that they were able to locate a missing 16-year-old girl from Ohio at a residence in freaking Florida. Florida. That's that is no long, or that is no short distance. <laughs> that is, I goodness. mean, come on. Oh, yeah. With 16 up and missing from Ohio all the way to Florida. With the help of the popular online video game World of Warcraft, the FBI contacted the Marion County Sheriff's Office on Wednesday seeking help finding the teenager, according to a Facebook post by the Sheriff's Office in North Central Florida. Investigators learned that the teen's account for World of Warcraft, a massive multiplayer online role-playing game, was active at a residence in Dunlon, Florida. Authorities said... In the post, a MMORPG is a video game that takes place in a virtual environment called a persistent state world. According to Techopedia, <laughs> anyways, it's funny, um, where they have to look it up. What is this fandangled MMORPG? Where, where potentially millions 
Oh, no, it's a small indie company. It's not potentially millions. Yeah, it's, yeah exactly. It's a very big game. It's still has <laughs> so more than potentially millions of players. Yeah, <laughs> where potentially millions of players can develop their role-playing characters and interact with each other. Dunalan is located about 25 miles south of Ocala. According to authorities, the resident was the home address of Thomas Ebersol, 31, whose World of Warcraft account was also pinged at the location. So they had the 16-year-old missing girl's account pinging, and they had his pinging. Ebersol initially denied even knowing the 16-year-old because, you know, some random is playing World of Warcraft in your house, but you don't know them, and you've never seen them because that adds up. (laughs) So, uh, I mean, I've seen videos of people living in other places in your house not knowing like it, so I don't your, know, but it's still like... Yeah, in the crawl space. They yeah. got like... <laughs> so, but later, allegedly admitted that he had actually driven to Ohio to meet the girl with her... <sighs> All right. Ebersol initially denied knowing the 16-year-old, but later allegedly admitted he had driven to Ohio to meet up with her and bring her back to Dunnelin, according to the post from the sheriff's office. Ebersol was arrested later Wednesday for allegedly traveling to meet the minor to engage in schmexual activity, interfering with child custody and sheltering an unmarried minor. He also told authorities he was in a, quote, romantic relationship with, he's 31 and she's 16. This is just it's supposed to be half your age plus seven right i have not heard that math but i feel like that checks out (laughs) that was always the thing it was like plus your age or half your age and you add seven to it (laughs) that's when you're in the okay zone (laughs) yeah this is definitely not that mister um so he says that he was in a romantic relationship with a teen and planned to hide her in his dunnelin home and make her his wife the sheriff's office said Ebersol provided Detective Henrik Osted with Discord messages that further outlined his plans to meet the victim in Ohio and engage in this activity despite knowing that he was committing a crime, authorities said in the Facebook post. Ebersol was then transported to the Marion County Jail and is currently being held without bond. His next court date is February 6th, and CNN has been unable to determine if he has been appointed or retained legal representation at this time. So definitely wow. on the I mean, heels happy of, ending. Yeah. So glad that they, I mean, that is technology for you. You know, it is a beautiful tool. It can be used for good or bad and it started out bad, but it also, you know, is what saved the girl in from herself you know, for co-signing this. I don't know. It sounds like it was a willing... Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time since I've been 16, but, like, that was something that is, you know, I don't, like, I mean, obviously, we don't know what her home life is or what drove her to go that direction, but, you know, I can't imagine not, like, being the parents of, like, just having her going missing would be terrifying. Mm -hmm. And then to find out it's a 31-year-old guy that took her. Yeah, and (laughs) that he had plans to... Like the, and like, how romantic is that? Like, they're stealing your daughter, driving her to the other side of the country, and he's going to hide her in his house and make her his wife. Like, it, what? Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, there's enough scary things out there with like people, you know, being abducted and and you know, trafficked. You Absolutely. know, that's scary. Absolutely scary. 
you know that the that this was on a, I guess I don't want to say minor because it is a big deal, but like it, like they, obviously it wasn't quite that level of like being abducted and put into right. anything crazy, but old enough it, to it drive been, in most states yeah. at sixteen, but not legally an adult for us until eighteen for many states. 18 yeah, it's like yeah. that's up here too. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what the thing is is like there's so many things that you could try to like that we don't have all the details of but one thing we do know is if you're 31 you should not be trying to shack up or hook up or marry a 16 year old and you knew that yeah, it was even a crime even if it's the age of went, consent it is still but obviously in this case it is a yeah, crime it's so not, you know it's <laughs> yeah it's not consent like her consent would mean nothing and it, it and he acknowledged that it was a crime and did not care yeah like i don't know what has to be going through his mind like <laughs> It's crazy. Like, I can't even imagine being in this, this position at all. Like, it's no. hard to figure out. And it's just because maybe it's, I'm more cautious about this kind of stuff myself. But <laughs> Right. And just from, like, the outside looking in, the fact that I'm just going to take the predator route, predators are going to predator. And where they go, no matter if you're talking about human or beast, um, some people would say we're the same. I don't know. <laughs> some people say some humans act a lot like beasts. But if you're a human or animal, predators in the food chain, no matter what kind of food chain we're talking about, they will go where their prey is. And I would find that a 31-year-old knows exactly what they're doing when they are targeting someone who's 16. Because six, oh, definitely. You know, like they were must have been playing this poor kid, you know, like lean into like maybe she was having troubles at home right. and like saying, I can having help you and whatever. Yeah. And then feeding on those things instead yeah. of, you know, pointing them in, in the direction back to their family to, to deal with it or guardians or whatever they needed to do. That wasn't them. <laughs> right. And predators, no matter the age, they have a similar drive. They have a thirst and they want it to be fulfilled. And a lot of the times, People who are more weathered, like the older I get, the more uh, wise I tend to be and the quicker I see people for who they are and the quicker um, I trust my instincts. But we don't have that when we're 16. And no, not at all. We're still learning right. that. Yeah. And it's, you know, and, and obviously maybe this person now will think differently going forward if something like this similar comes along, we hope. <laughs> Right. And um, there's so many things that are going through your mind when you are young, as opposed to even when you're older, but your, your, your um, ability to think, have forethought is, is more limited. And there are scientific studies that they have, they always have let us know about is that like our, our brains are not fully developed. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know, a brain cell. Like I was thinking just that. Yes. Like, we're not completely fully right. formed humans and our brains haven't finished making all those proper connections until we're probably, as you said, about what, mm -hmm. 20, 21 roughly? Well, they, yeah, and I've seen studies um, put out saying even 25. So I think it probably just depends. But I, it's always in that beginning window of the 20s um, seems to be the common consensus across multiple things that I've read and have seen and heard about um, we we're constantly learning as people and our experience in life definitely affects us and how we act and who we trust. And if I were 16 and I felt alone or didn't, I didn't feel seen or heard, but there's people who are older and feel that same way. And the minute someone, no matter your age, gives you what you're missing or what you're craving or what you are lacking 
Oh, it you'll is, latch on really mm -hmm. quickly. Yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't age. Age at that point doesn't have a lot of play in it. I think what age does is it takes away that life experience, that barrier, that wall, your defense mechanisms are not engaged entirely. And you're easier to see someone like that as an escape, possibly an escape out of a bad situation. Sometimes it's just escape from boredom and they want a little excitement. Maybe she thought that the guy was attractive and he was nice and she wanted to go with him to Florida. We don't know. But what we do know is he's the adult. He's a 31. And he admitted he knew he was doing something wrong and he didn't care. And um, that's a scary thing to, to, cause you want to trust like, from if you look from like a parent standpoint, like you want to trust your kids. And even if you have a kid and they're 16, the 16 year old doesn't feel like they're still a kid, but to their adults, they're still a kid to their parents. They're still a kid. Oh, and definitely. <laughs> they're still a minor. They're still a juvenile in, in that capacity. If they were to commit a crime, they wouldn't be charged the full extent of the law, like under an adult, like if you're 18 and up, so you're still legally not an adult. So there's so many things here. But at the end of the day is no matter where you are, whether you're grocery shopping or you're in your pixel world, there are predators and they are looking to predator. <laughs> they are looking for prey. And predators know exactly who to target. They will. Oh, they do. And they, they know do. the psychology behind it, too. Like, they've spent time figuring out how they that works. Sure or they have. do it intuitively, perhaps, too. Like, I, you know, and they, they do because they know how to, you know, play it against you. Like, this person could have been the ear for her. And she felt like he was going to be the answer to everything that she wanted. And that this, of course, sounded wonderful and great and, you know, best way to go. But it, it obviously wasn't, or I don't think it was. Maybe we don't know because we don't have her opinion on where right, her thoughts yeah. were. But, you know, I can imagine where I was at 16. Like, maybe yeah. that's not what I would have wanted, even if it was something I said I wanted. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. And like, there are, there are plenty of resources out there, like you said, where people are doing interviews with people who have had experience in um, the predatory nature, whether right from the mouth of the predator or people who actually were exploited from predator, predatory behavior. And um, like, I remember one of the first reports I, I heard like growing up, they're like, oh, okay. If a man approaches you, speaking from my own personal um, knowledge bank of being a woman and identifying as a woman, um, I was, I remember reading articles and, and magazines and stuff because that was, you know, everybody had read magazines. We didn't really have a lot of stuff on the internet. Um, you know, it, the internet was just like AOL and yeah, chat in its rooms. infancy, really. Yeah. yeah, in its infancy. So a lot of our our uh, topics came from magazines, and magazines are still there, but they're just not as um, frequent, I guess. I really don't see very many people just carrying them around as much as we did. No. <laughs> so I just remember one of the telltale um, warnings that we got was as a woman carrying groceries. There was a lady. They they said that predators would always prey on a woman's does like natural um, inclination to not be rude. They would test the woman's rude factor by seeing her. There's a woman who had her hands full of groceries and she had to carry them all the way up to like the third fl floor of her apartment. And there's this gentleman that kept 
he saw her and at first what they do here let me hold the door for you but it's like a kind that she would have to open up to let him in because it's a security door and she'd be like no i'm okay i don't need your help and he would be no let me help you you look like you really need some help so then they gaslight you you know no i know more you say you don't need help but i know more and they will push on these boundaries and then the woman said okay um, all right. I don't want to be rude. So I thought I'd take his help. And in my head, I feel like I came out of my mom's nether regions with a full self, like survival book in my, my being, <laughs> because I just never bought into any of this. Like I've always been able to see things for what they were, but in this lady's situation, she felt bad. She felt bad uh, and she felt rude. And so what she did is she put her life on the line and she accepted his help. And he walks into the freaking place with her. And he didn't offer yet to carry the, the groceries until they get to the elevator. Oh, well, you have more groceries. You know, I can take some of those for you. I can take some of those for you. I helped you this far. I'll, I'll just I'll just um, help you load these into your apartment. And in my head, I would have been like, hell no. But no, this she still felt like she would rather not be perceived as a rude person. So she said yes. So then yeah, sometimes that's even upbringing too. Like you're told that you've got to be good and nice to people. Yes. It's, you know, it's hard. Those are sometimes coded into you from an, a young state. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you added that because I feel like the reason why I don't put up with stuff is because it was coded into me. And I think that is the, the best way to look at the flip side is some people there's what fight, flight, fawn, and was that fight, flight, fawn. And then there's a fourth freeze. You either freeze in place, you fly, you're like, peace out, you fight, or you fawn. You like um, kiss the butt of the person. Like you say anything you have to do to survive. Like you will, yeah. you're, yeah. And, you know, we're all wired in our own way. Like you said. I don't know if you had any more that you wanted to elaborate. Oh, but. no, no. It's just, it's, you know, and we have to be so diligent and, you know, and I hope that, you know, if anybody's thinking in these lines, like if you happen to be a person listening to this, maybe take consideration. Don't just trust anybody on the internet. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I had just, while we were talking, had dug up um, an article, fosterfocusmag.com, but they had a quote from Rhonda, um, an author of Succeed Because of What You've Been Through. And she had done a deep dive into like what predators look for and even human traffickers. Um, so traffickers have the ability to quickly assess a potential target for vulnerability and then to exploit that weakness, fear, or even anxiety. And she said that they've learned from rescued victims that kids who wind up trafficked were often completely blind to their vulnerability, with many walking willingly right into the trap. And that is exactly could so and that's sort of run that here with me like we don't know further maybe he did have further plans he that could he have share. Yeah. yeah he could have just said i loved her and i wanted to hide her in my house and marry her or he's be like no this is the first step and i'm getting ready to sell her to the the dude down the road that i met at the gas station you know it's just like there's no telling what could have happened to this girl. There's no telling what could have happened to anyone when we're putting our trust in randos. Like, in this game. was the sort of thing, though, it was driven into at least me growing up and learning early on the internet, like internet safety. And, 
you know, when I met my husband or then, you know, it was just a person, random person on the internet. And like when I met him, he come he came up on bus. Like this was that long ago. <laughs> he come up where <laughs> we live on by a bus. And I had a friend come with me. I'm like, I'm not meeting this Thank guy alone. You. I don't know. He could be an axe. We murderer. always took buddies. Oh no. Hello. Oh, there you are. Oh my goodness, technical difficulties there. That was there. so crazy. We were on a roll, we are talking, and I thought it was must have been lag. Um, because then, all of a sudden, like, I heard you talk again, and then you were talking about um, pockets coming to see you on a bus, and then all of a sudden, silence. And I was like, what happened? Oh, it's a little creepy. I can continue so from there. Yeah, that's <laughs> I don't the last thing I heard. Then. That's, that's, oh, I, I so just got to keep everybody in suspense. <laughs> I know, right? It was like, boom, boom, back on the oh. bus. But anyways, as I was saying, he could have been an axe murderer, as far as I knew. Mm -hmm. So I had a friend come with me, and, you know, it turned out obviously very awesome. I married him. We've been married for almost, you know, 15 years, or 16 years this year. So, you know, it's it's crazy, though. But you have to, like, I was so cautious then, and you have to be cautious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You really do. And the thing is, you mentioned was the buddy system. And I don't know where we lost that. Like, where did we lose the buddy system? Has it gone away? Like, like did nobody uh, know? When you hear these stories, you feel like it sure has gone away. Yeah. Like, maybe the <laughs> our interpersonal um, relationships have sunk so low or so many of them are based online now that we don't have these people to check in and go, hey... Do you think this is a good idea? Because that was like the first thing we did back then when we ever met someone off from the internet, the scary internet, was you always ran it by literally every human in your life. For sure. And, you know, I think now, like, what you, occasionally I hear it, like, if people are, say, selling something on maybe Facebook Marketplace, they, you know, you'll hear people, like, tell them, you know, go have that exchange at a police station or something yeah. so that you can be but i think we need more of that in general like if you're going to go out and meet somebody from online in person meet at a coffee shop and you know make sure you're meeting in brightly well-lit areas you know like people aren't reminded of this enough i think <laughs> and Absolutely. maybe that's just something that's not taught as much in school perhaps like it's become so integrated in our lives that we've now forgotten that we still need to be that you know cautious about things <laughs> right and i think that's like technology definitely has allowed us to lower our guard in a way where like back to that meme that i was gonna bring up here but i talked about earlier like we went from being so diligent so having so much forethought and going i'm gonna do this thing but i should probably put in some um like we would have the friend call and be like hey this date might go south pretty quick you'd meet them in a public place but you always wanted to have that get out of jail free card in case that person was like a little you know like a little a little different <laughs> he doesn't want yeah, to be able to exactly. go and but i feel like so many people there's more trust in people on the internet um maybe because there's not as much trust in like it, they have available in their their social circles now with so many. And that could very much be like we're yeah. so disconnected now from the people that we are supposed to be closest to. Right. And, <laughs> that, and uh, we're now closer to these people online than we are to the people that are right next to us sometimes. <laughs> yep. And so many families too um, don't connect like they used to or should or could 
where they're all like I remember whenever I go anywhere you go out to a restaurant and you look around everybody's just staring down at their phone they're not talking engaging they're just waiting for their food to come and staring at their screens you know and if you like bring that into other areas of your life like we don't know what her, what the um, young woman's life was like, you know? So anybody saying, Hey, and it's like <laughs> when you're 16 and somebody, and he's not like he's some bizarre looking, um, unfortunate looking individual, you know, it it's like, <laughs> it's like the young girl's like, yeah, this sounds great. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, this guy thinks I'm this, this guy, you know, giving me attention, probably promising her all kinds of stuff. You don't know, but if you can trick little kids to get in your creepy white van to find your dog, it can't be that hard to get the 16 year old girl. Plus they met in a game. They already had that as their, their bonding. They both. Yeah, and who knows how long they were connected there. And you know, yeah. I think I would have stopped things, especially like if you didn't know necessarily maybe when you started perhaps this romantic side of it, as soon as I would have learned that their age, I would be like, that's it. Like, yeah. this guy didn't. so clearly that was never a problem, I guess, for him. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And there are people like that, you know, they're, I mean, in different cultures too are so different than what we're used to. Well, and to. I don't want to like uh, shoot down on it, like a May, December kind of romance. Cause like I, when you, obviously when that, those age gaps seem less further apart, the older they get, but it's still a bit jarring, right? And yeah, it like is. You don't want at this age and her age, that's 16, not appropriate. 31. Yeah. yeah. That's not even, no. It's not like you're saying like a 20 year old and a 40 year old or a 20, like at that point you do whatever you want. Like it's not. Yeah. That, those numbers don't seem as those weird. Those numbers are not like anything. Um, but when someone is not baked in the oven of life long enough to be able to flush out what they truly want to do with their life and be able to differentiate if someone has their highest good in mind or if somebody's a predator you know, they're lacking that, uh, that, that green around the collar, just coming out into the world, trusting everyone, you know, painting this beautiful picture of the future. You know, they know what predators do. They know who to pick out. And I've read, um, where they will isolate, they will pick out kids that are more loners because they don't have that support system. Predators know this right off the bat. Oh, and just, they do. Yeah, yeah. And just like in the real world, um, Every predator knows, like if you'll go out on a safari, where do they go? Where do the predators hide? At the drinking hole. Why? Because they know that sooner or later, prey is going to come in because they're going to get thirsty and they're going to need a drink. And they will, crocodiles will hide under the water in the surface, waiting for the gazelle to lean its beautiful little neck over and take a drink and wham, get them. And the same thing happens with people. They will go to the arcades. They will go to the cinemas. They will go into the video games. They will do all of these things because that's where their prey is. Yeah, exactly. And they, they're going to go where it is because it's, they, it's they know where they can find them. <laughs> yep. And social media makes it way easier, too, for predators because they can see a lot of times people will vent on the Internet. I'm having an awful day. I could really use a pick me up. I could just and the predator will go, hmm, this person is showing a sign of weakness. This person is vulnerable. I could be that little plug that fits into their little hole in their heart and I could take over. You know, people will see this. <laughs> 
and they will schmooze on in. Sometimes they're just smarmy and they just want to get in and get some action. And sometimes they have your, your, um, they just want to part of the interest in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So definitely something to keep your eye out. This can happen to any age though. This is not just yeah, a young not just old. A 16 year old. No, no if you're anybody can be bamboozled. And, yeah. Exactly. Anybody this can is... be trafficked. I always joked and said, I wanted to be heavy enough that it takes more than one person to throw me in the back of a trunk. I wanted yeah. to have. <laughs> me too. I'm working on that pretty I well, want to be actually. a nice, healthy paperweight. <laughs> I don't yeah, want you to be nobody able to just. Nobody me. You're going to yeah. get like a forklift or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I want to blow at me and just, I blow over. Wee! Like, I want you to have to work to get my butt up in that trunk. That's what I want. I want you to have to work for it. And then I want to have credit that's just, it's good enough to get what I want, but not so good that somebody wants to steal it. Exactly. <laughs> this was my life goal. I'm like, I want to be a little bit of everything that makes me so, un like, I don't want to be a commodity. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my goal in life. <laughs> I was like, if I could be a little bit of all of it, I don't want to look like, I don't want to be like a, something that wants to be bought. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was my funny side, of, my 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 comedy side to kind of. Oh, like sometimes we up. have to in these more serious situations. Sometimes you have to have that brevity in there to just yeah. make it a little more palpable. Yeah. <laughs> was like, so that was my plan. I'm like, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Don't. So yeah, and also I remember. Um, what do they say? What are some of the advice that they would put out if you're walking alone in the parking lot? You know, put your keys between your hands, um, your fingers stuff that we were told as women growing up to keep us safe head on a swivel make eye contact don't act timid don't park by vans like I was told all this stuff growing up because even back then like it, it wasn't as uh, frequent as it is now all of these like survival things that it was like hammered down on me whether it was um, books I was reading, magazines I was reading, stuff on TV, stuff that family and friends have, we had all shared, you know, it was like, have, did you ever have any of that? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like we were reminded of all this stuff and just learning to be cautious. And, you know, I think it wouldn't even just necessarily now, especially apply to just women because, you know, men yeah, as well. It, mm -hmm, it happens to men. It happens to women. It happens to older people. It happens to younger people. There's always somebody, it's supply and demand, you know? Honestly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, we always heard it from a female perspective, especially because we were already. We can speak from. Yeah. Yeah. We can't, yeah. Yeah. And it was always protect yourself and be cautious. And, you know, it's, but I think if anybody else is listening to this, you know, it doesn't matter your gender at all. Like, you know, not be, at all. Nope. No. Gender you, or age or anything. Pulse, you can be a victim. That's that. Anyone with a pulse can be a victim easily. You know, and to step back into the her mindset being 16 year old, I was given all of that knowledge to be a warned, but you know what? I didn't follow it all the time either. Just like she no, didn't. I don't know? think I did either. I don't know. I was <laughs> on a beach with three dudes and two of my friends. We were drunk. I was underage. Anything could have happened. But the survival part in me, I like drew, like, I, it's like one of those situations you look over and I still, no matter what, like 50% of me wanted to have fun and 50% of me was like, uh-uh, girl. You ain't not getting up in this. And this guy was just like a beautiful specimen of a human. And he was like firefighter. And he was like, you know, all the perfect things that when you're young and you're like, oh, and <laughs> he looked, we looked and it was like that weird pressure. Like we look, I look over at my friends and they did not have any of this couth about them whatsoever. I was always the mama hen, like the one keeping us out of trouble. And I look over at them and they're rolled around in the sand. They're doing whatever they're doing. And then he looks at me and I was like, oh crap. 
Oh crap. Now I have to like I have to and I and I drool. I took my finger and I'm thinking, I don't care what kind of eye candy you are right now, it ain't gonna happen, honey. I just met you. And I drew a line in the sand. I said, do not cross. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I will look at you, I will appreciate you, but I should not be here by all token of all the advice I've been given in my entire life. I should not be here. I should not be here right now. A testament to us, like, as a, yeah. as people, we want to also not be like we we like the thrill of it too, yes. of going against the rules. And, so I could and totally understand was, how this could happen oh, yeah. to this girl. Yeah, but you know, you still have to be cautious. I think yeah. maybe now that I'm older, I understand more. Like, okay, yeah, I was very lucky yeah. that I didn't do lucky, or this didn't happen. Yeah, mm -hmm. I used to meet people randomly online before I met my husband, and I didn't yeah. think twice of it. Like, oh yeah, even though that was stuff I was told to me, like, no, I, it <laughs> couldn't happen to me. No, yes. it couldn't happen to me. And it's like, oh no, <laughs> and I'm very lucky it didn't. But you no, know, now I'm looking at it with different glasses. Like, nope, <laughs> I know, so protective right? of people. Like, no, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I. Yep, it's so true. So at the end of the day. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much knowledge a person has. If they are still lacking something inside of them, somebody can sense it and predators can sense it and they will exploit it and they will use it to whatever they can gain out of it. You know, so we are just so thankful for World of Warcraft. <laughs> World of Warcraft, they met World of Warcraft <laughs> and it saved them. It was the, the bore of the story. when It, it was, yeah. <laughs> Got some ham wise action up in here. So exactly. I'm glad that it ended um the way it did. So and hopefully this guy is not like set free to just continue to keep doing it because I like this has happened in the Warcraft community. People that we thought were decent like content creators and stuff, they find they're a, they end up on the sex offenders list and it, it just rocks the whole community because these people that kind of worm their way in, um, they get little like notoriety, Blizzard taps them with their little magic wand and everybody thinks that they're perfect and wholesome and then they end up out on the freaking um, news and we're like, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, it's been more than one out there. So yes. it's like, you know, yep. it's this pattern. It's it just tells you that it happens everywhere and that not everybody's immune to this sort of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's your takeaway? Yeah, my takeaway would just be everybody practice some better, safer internet. <laughs> you know, like dig back if you're old enough, dig back into your, you know, past and be like, What did I remember about the internet? Like and being safe with people and strangers, yeah, just dig that back up and put it back in your four thoughts. <laughs> Absolutely. And mine would be if you have a pulse, you could be exploited and a uh, predator has got their sights set on you. It's It can happen anyone, anywhere, in your in-game and out of game. So keep your head on a swivel, honeys. Agreed. And don't give people your work address, even if they say they're going to send you tickets to a concert. Yeah, you don't need to see the concert that bad. Yeah, no concert is that bad that you need to see it. So I think that has um, wrapped up our episode four. Do you have yeah, any? I agree. No, I don't think I have much more to add to this. This was a good one talking about safety and being, you know, just dealing with people. And <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Keep your head on a swivel and don't be afraid to say no. There's a, a perfect place to say no. Yeah. Say boundaries no. are allowed to be set. <laughs> yeah. Boundaries, I think, are a big thing in this episode. Boundaries when randos are whispering you and tell you how to play your character boundaries when randos are trying to um honeypot you and get you all the way to florida for god knows what 
and, yeah, and boundaries for yourself too you know yeah. like you have to step out of the game you don't get addicted <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah boundaries yeah and, and yeah i think and self-control yep i think that's a good way to end it's been lovely everyone we will see you in episode five later bye so then she says to me what big teeth you have I mean, what do you say to that? <laughs> is it getting hot in here? Or is it just my beard? <laughs> Bye now. Be well. Stay strong.